Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Kendra Dawson coming to you with a rapid reaction for the McKinney Boyd Rylette game. It was the inaugural game for Boyd at the new $70 million MISD Stadium. Had the pageantry and the, everything but fireworks that you guys for for a season opening game to kick off the stadium. But unfortunately for the Broncos, things did not go their way as the Eagles from Raleigh came to town and swooped in and took an easy 45-14 to decision. Boyd drops their third season opener in a row and have not won a season opener since 2015 when they beat um, Muskie Horn 31-28. to more importantly, is what is wrong with the Boyd offense. They were only able to muster 232 yards, which is under the average offense in today's times of 300 by 78 yards. They went a combined 3 for 19 passing in the passing game. Boyd only was able to put up 36 total yards in the air. Kristen Ziegler went 3 for 12, while Colin Drake went 0 for 7. Yes, they did use two quarterbacks. I'm not going to say the C word, but I will say this. It will be very interesting to see who ends up getting the most snaps next week when they play, um, go to the road and play Flower Mount Marcus to see who's going to be the top guy. As both guys are very talented, both guys have a lot of potential. And it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm not going to sit there and say it's a controversy, but there's definitely going to be a lot of snaps going both ways. So one game, one guy can have a good game. One game, the other guy may have a good game. We never know. So for Red Nation and Bronco fans, my suggestion to you is let it play out because you don't know what's going to happen until it happens. But it's definitely something to keep a prize of if you're concerned with what happens with the guys from Red Nation. Boy's defense was young. They started a lot of guys, a lot of new names and, and new f- places and new faces. I believe in Coach Payton, the system that they got. I think that it'll be all right. They just got to find enough snaps on the offensive side of the ball to not be on the defense so much since they were on the field for over three-fourths of the game, and they got tired down the end. And in district, as tough as 9-6-A, that'll get you beat every day of the week. You have to find a way to get off and not allow teams to have the long drives. And you just got to basically be able to do your job and make plays. But for the most part, after a very shaky start, and a, a source from board told me that the, a lot of the new guys were basically not ready for the big stage. But once they finally got used to playing and got over the pageantry, that comes with playing with that new stadium that has a college football-like feel. I think they they show what they can be, and they're going to be okay, and they start slowing things down. Special teams, special teams, special teams. That's a whole nother ordeal. Boy gave up a 94-yard kick return, which was one of the most spectacular kick returns I've seen in a while. The um, kick returner from Rylett fumbled the ball and made four people miss. They went to the end zone untouched from 94 yards out to basically... Backbreak the game and let Boyd know that the, tonight's not the night to have any comebacks. Boyd also basically gave up like a 50-yard onside kick 
as they tried to angle away. And it all stepped, barely tucked in between the sideline and out of bounds. And they were fortunate enough to get that to basically parlay to an easy 45-14 to 14 win. Raleigh did what they had to do. They got the turnovers. They capitalized. They executed. Although Boyd was the more physical team, they clearly were the kings of speed. And that speed gave them all they wanted. Just at halftime alone, the numbers were staggering all in Rylette's favor. As Rylette totaled 233 yards just by the half with 14 first downs. And Chauncey Amos was the man. The guy was a straight monster. He had nine rushes for 75 yards at halftime and a touchdown and finished with 115. If Rylette's ever get that production throughout the year in a difficult district, they definitely will be back in the playoffs for the 14th year in a row. Their quarterback, Chase Topol, the guy might be like 5'9", but he was constantly making plays. He went 15 for 18 in the game for 130 yards and one touchdown. That's the type of production that the Eagles are expected to see out of him, and he's really for the task to try to make that happen because as they go through the beast of their district, they're going to need consistent offensive play, especially from their QB. All in all, Rollette came to play. They did what they had to do. They showed up and showed out and let all, all fans know from both sides what they're bringing to the table. Going forward for the Eagles, I think they just basically got to get more experience and basically be like they've been the last couple of years. As the season got better, so have they. Boyd has a chance to be that way as they got a lot of guys playing multiple directions and their defense needs to mature. But I think that just with time and stuff that they'll be able to mature faster than the offense. Brent Massick had a good game. He had he had a, a nice little, I say say little. My bad, Brent. Brent, it was a nice big thirty-two yard gain on fourth and eight that gave that set up Christian Ziegler's first touchdown. If they can get him the ball a little bit more, things might be able to happen. As um, for those y'all that don't know, Brent Massick is a, a very athletic. Guy that plays that can play linebacker, defensive end on defense, and now he's playing tight ends. And he laid out and made a great catch on a fourth and eight that extended a drive for the Broncos. Boyd simply has to find a way to play more physical and cause turnovers because with the way the offense is struggling, they definitely can't afford to get. Uh, behind in week two. Week two, win or lose, they have to cut back on turnovers, cut back on the penalties, and make turnovers and make penalties go their way because in a district as difficult as 9-6-A, you're not going to give any inches from anybody. So they have to find a way to start now in this tough non-district schedule. Through week one, things are not looking good for Boyd, or, or McKinney High, who out of all the McKinney teams, both of them struggled the most. And it'll be interesting to see what adjustments are made in week two when we get into the flow of the season. So hopefully both teams can make noise and 9-6-A when district starts. But the, that's why they play the games, as they say. Regardless of if you're part of Red Nation, I'm glad you're part of this one. This is Kenny Johnson signing off. 
for the Rapid Reaction Re- Podcast. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.